Cairo. Feast. Take a bite out of Dr. Jeff's wisdom so you can pay it forward. Come and get it. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve and that is what it is all about is paying it forward serving people serving you guys our, our listeners out there man i just I, I want you i want you to be served i want i want you to feel like um like i care because i do i am not doing these podcasts because i get a kick out of it and it doesn't take me any time man it, it takes a lot of time and effort to put a podcast together um, and I just want you to know that I care about you guys, our listeners. So um, today we are picking up and we got, uh, we're got we picking up the crumbs, but you're going to like them. You're going to like the crumbs that we're serving today because uh, these are the last five. We did the first five last time and we're going to do the second five here today of the top 10 commandments of human relations. <clears throat> we talked a little bit last time about, well, why the heck are we even dealing with human relations? Well, we are in, as a reminder for you, we are in the people business. Yes, we're delivering adjustments, but we are working with people, not spines, okay? You are in the business of working with humans. And, you know, this this is the case no matter what your business. I don't care if you're a dentist or an acupuncturist or a massage therapist or, you know, um, mechanic or attorney, whatever. You're in the people business. Yeah, you have a skill. You have a service that you are offering. <clears throat> but you are connecting with people and then offering them something to help them change their life. Something to make their life better. So your ability to focus on human relations and improve the activity that you can provide to someone is going to determine your success level. So let's uh, let's uh, get started here with number six out of ten. <clears throat> number six is to be genuinely interested in people. Okay, well, that sounds like a duh, okay? Like, really? Be genuinely interested in people? <clears throat> yes, if you are going to have good human relations, you better genuinely actually give a crap, okay? You better genuinely want to talk to people. You better genuinely be interested in them. And I know this is hard, okay? Because there are some people that are hard to love. They are hard to like. They are even hard to be interested in because you just maybe don't resonate with them. But work on it. Work on this. Be genuinely interested. And and that word right there, genuine, we talked a little bit about this one uh, last time because we talked about being authentic and being cordial and having a genuine pleasure about you. <clears throat> you need to actually have that interest in people you you need to know you you need to have that feeling where you're like you know what where did you grow up that's a that's a great question i ask a lot of people because it it is a conversation starter and you know what almost everybody likes to talk about you know their their childhood and where they grew up and the things that they used to do and so ask people where they grew up because chances are you might have a story or you might have some kind of a connection and it's amazing the number of times that you come up with these great connections. So be interested in people 
And the, and the key to that is, is really to listen, be a good listener, ask good questions, and then be a good listener. Okay, so if you use that question, where did you grow up? Um, you know, uh, listen to what they're saying and then ask them another good question that, that helps them talk about where they grew up. And it could be as simple as saying, oh, St. Cloud, don't they have like a minor league baseball team there? You know, do they have that? I, I think I've heard it. And then they start talking about it. Or you say, there's a lake there, isn't there? Uh, there's a really cool lake. I heard somebody talking about that the other day, that there's a really great lake where people can swim and, and fish and, and get them talking about something about their hometown. Um, or what is there to do there? What are the things that you like doing when you were growing up there? That's an open-ended question, but people will tell you stories. And then just listen. Just listen. And guess what, you guys? Your facial expression better show that you're listening. Your facial expression better show that you're interested. If your eyes are darting all over the place and you're looking at the wall or you know, not paying attention, they're going to feel that instantly. They're going to know that you're just not interested. And now you've actually done yourself worse than if you hadn't said anything at all. Okay, so if you're going to ask a question, if you're going to do this, do it, follow through, do it 100% and be interested. All right, number seven, be generous with your praise. Be generous with praise. Now, instantly when I say generous, you may be thinking, well, that means, <clears throat> that means I got to do a lot. I got to praise somebody a lot. No, 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 no. It is not the quantity of praise that you give someone. It is the quality of the praise that you give someone. There's a young gentleman in my practice that I adjusted just three days ago. And he couldn't wait to jump on the adjustment table. He's a senior in high school. And he was so excited to tell me that they won both of their baseball games this week. And then on the weekend, the very next day after his adjustment, he was going to play at Target Field, downtown Minneapolis, in the state championship game. He was so excited. And so I had a great time talking to him about, okay, so what pitcher are you guys going to throw? And, and what pitcher is the other team going to throw? And, you know, what do you think about beating these guys? And, 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 you know, what are your chances? And what are they like? What's this team like? And he was explaining the kind of the attitude of the team that they're going to play and the kind of uh, their strategy and how to, how to beat them. And before we got done, I, and he's the, he's the catcher. And before we got done, I said, you know what? You are one of the greatest catchers in the state of Minnesota. And I just want you to know, I am so impressed with you. And I'm so proud to be your chiropractor. I can't wait to talk to you and hear about your experience from this weekend. Good luck to you. You're going to knock him out. You know, I just, I, I made him feel my expression of praise for his skill level and his um, just how excited he was and just praised him. But I didn't praise him about how well he can throw and how well he can bat and how well he can play the field and how well he can call the game and how well he can, you know, whatever. I didn't give him like 25 compliments. I gave him one really strong heartfelt compliment and praise. 
And hopefully it meant something to him because I meant it 100%. Okay, number eight, be considerate with people's feelings. Be considerate with people's feelings. Okay, so you know one of the things that happens a lot, you guys, is that uh, your life, okay, if you're an entrepreneur and you're a chiropractor or, or whatever, you've got a lot going on. You've got a family at home. You've got uh, you know stuff that you deal with. Uh, you've got uh, the business that you're running. You've got employees. You've got clients. You've got vendors. You've got so much going on. You've got attitudes and egos and issues and personalities and all this stuff and and everybody's got feelings and sometimes when you've got a person in front of you that has one-tenth of what's going on in your life and so they shouldn't be stressed out but they are and if they express to you how overwhelmed they are about having to feed the cat and walk the dog and that's their overwhelm you better be considerate of what's creating their overwhelm you better absolutely be considerate of their situation and what they have going on what's meaningful to them what their feelings are about a subject what their feelings are about a parent a sibling a coworker. They've got their feelings. And guess what, you guys? They have a right to their feelings. Even though you may want to roll your eyes and go, well, no wonder they don't like you. You talk too much about yourself. And, and you know what I mean? I mean, you may want to like punch them in the nose and say, you know, change your way. But they have their feelings for a reason and they are entitled to their feelings. They are entitled to their feelings. So... Be kind and be considerate of how people feel about different things. Number nine, be alert to give service. Be alert to give service. Now, what do I mean by that? Always look for an opportunity, okay? You know our, our passion here is, is paying it forward. But always look for an opportunity to be of service. Look for an opportunity to do something, an action. Do something for another human being. There are always opportunities in front of you. Um, two days ago, I was at, where was I? Sam's Club. And I don't know if I had like a blue shirt on or something, but... In one visit to Sam's Club, I was there for about a half an hour, I was asked three times for help by people that were shopping. For some reason, I must have had that look on my face like, I'm here to serve you, you know, or the, the little button that says, you know, how can I serve you? Or I, I don't know what they, what they wear at Sam's Club. But uh, three different people asked me to do things for them or find things for them. I, one person said, hey, can you tell me where the where the uh, bird feed, or yeah, the bird seed is. And the, I, I go to this Sam's Club like twice a year. Like I do not know this store very well at all. Um, and it was an older couple. They were probably 80, maybe 85 years old. And I just, I felt bad for them. And I said, you know what? 
I have no idea where the bird seed is, but let me think about this for a second. And I knew that I had just walked past an aisle that had the dog food in it. I said, you know, here, walk with me. Let me, let me see. And they walked with me about 20 yards. And I said, that aisle right there, aisle number eight, has the dog food in it and the cat food and like the dog treats and stuff. Maybe it's there. That would be my guess. That'd be my best guess. And the guy looked at me, thank you, sir. Thank you. And, and then another gal um, asked me for help um, loading her cart because she couldn't lift uh, a case of uh, Coca-Cola. And so I was helping her load uh, Coca-Cola into her cart. And it ha- I mean, it happened three times, three times. And I wasn't even looking for it. But those kind of opportunities are everywhere for you to hold a door open for somebody, for you to pick up something that somebody drops. Uh, For you, I I, I make it a point basically for every patient uh, when they're done getting their adjustment, I'll hand them their hat or I'll hand them um, uh, their cane or uh, their car keys or, you know, I'll do something um, to help them uh, move their shoes to a different spot so they can get their shoes on easier, um, that kind of a thing. I always look for something that can just give that little bit of extra touch to someone um, to be helpful for them. Okay, so be alert. And this is, it's a hard thing because you have to learn how to be alert. You have to, you have to be intentional about it to be aware and alert to uh, be helpful to people. Okay, number 10 and last one of our 10 commandments of human relations. Number 10 is add a sense of humor. Add a sense of humor. And, uh, you know, this is not an easy thing for a lot of people. I mean, some people just are not funny people. And, man, I do not want you to screw this up by, like, telling bad jokes, okay? <laughs> don't, uh, don't tell bad jokes. But, you know, if you have to, um, you, you can uh, find funny knock-knock jokes and say, you know what, my daughter uh, said the, the greatest knock-knock joke. Tell me if you like this one. Knock-knock. And do, not, do the knock-knock joke with them. And if it makes them smile, then you won, right? If it makes them just grin or roll their eyes and smile a little bit, um, and if it makes you smile at them to see their reaction, then you won. That's human relations. That's improving human relations. And anytime you can um, kind of make fun of yourself, do it. Make fun of yourself. You know, I make fun of the fact that I'm bald and getting older and, you know, my knees make noise and, you know, stuff like that. I I make fun of myself all the time. And our doctors, you know, we banter back and forth with with each other, whether it be making fun of ourselves or making fun of each other. We are goofballs on the floor and interacting because we want people to see that we're humans. This is called human relations, right? And we want them to know that we're real. We're real humans with feelings and we can and we're relatable. Okay, we want people to relate to us. We want people to like us. They're less likely to do something negative to you, okay? And more likely to do good things for you, like sending you the rest of their family to take care of, sending you neighbors, um, doing a Google review for you, you know, those kind of things. They're they're gonna do that when they like you, when they respect you. So have fun with people. Show them you're a real human being. Um, 
you know, add humor into everything that you do. If you have that gift, man, uh, utilize that gift. God gave that gift to you for a reason. Relate to people by using your sense of humor. All right. So let me bounce back. We're going we're gonna to just blast through all 10 of these. Uh, the first five were covered in a, in a previous episode, uh, but they include... Number one, speak to people everywhere. Always be talking to people everywhere. Number two, smile at people. Actually smile, show your teeth. Number three, call people by their name. It's like music to their ears and it's personal. Number four, be friendly and be helpful. Always be looking for something that you can do for people and actually verbalize that. Number five is be cordial. Have a genuine pleasure about you. Be cordial. Number six, be genuine, genuine, genuine in your interest in people. Be genuinely interested. That means listen, have your facial expressions show that you're interested. Number seven, be generous with your praise. Focus on quality of your praise, not the quantity, but the quality of your praise. Make sure that they know it and can feel it. Number eight is to be considerate of people's feelings. Always honor how people feel about things. Honor that. Number nine is to be alert and always looking for ways that you can give service. Uh, whether it's just handing them a pen or holding a door for them or something like that. Always be looking for those opportunities. And number 10 is to add a sense of humor because life is a lot more fun when you can be a little bit goofy. Um, In our office, we look for every opportunity to dress up. Okay, We have probably about 15 days a year maybe more it might it, it gets more every year we we find more ways to do this but we dress up whether it be uh, hawaiian outfits or sports themes or uh, costumes for something uh, you know cinco de mayo you know sombreros whatever i've got i've got probably 40 hats different hats um, that, that i will wear uh, in the office because anytime you can be goofy and you can show a little bit of humor and fun, uh, people will respond and they will be more likely to like you and to do the things that you want them to do, which is keep returning for more adjustments so that they get the benefit of why they're coming. They get better, they get healthier, they live longer, healthier, and more fulfilled lives, and that is our mission. So stay hungry, my friends. Stay hungry for ways that you can improve your human relations and always, always, Pay it forward. Cairo Feast.